Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast with a purpose. Every business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. So the purpose of the ESBC podcast is to make myself and the people around me money. Uh, You know, the pandemic has cost $16 trillion to the economy. 14 million people are unemployed. So we are very lucky, fortunate, and good that we can watch football games, enjoy watching football games, and pay for gasoline, pay for groceries uh, by being able to determine the outcome of these games at a clip of, you know, we went 77% NBA, right now we're at 64% NFL. And break even is 52.5. So not only are we enjoying watching the games, we're also making money and paying for goods and services as a result of it. So we're very, very fortunate, lucky, and good we're able to do that. And to do that, one of the main things is the Hawthorne effect, right? Uh, Whatever you measure, whatever you track, you improve its performance right, by uh, 10 to 20%. So if you're at 55% better, by examining your, your, your wagers and your thinking, we use decision science, uh, we use, I come from the finance world, so I use business and financial concepts to bet on these games. Fundamental analysis, technical analysis, right, logic. Uh, statistics. Uh, in addition to statistics, we also use probability theory. We use all these tools not to determine the outcome, but to get us to eliminate variables and covariables. Because when you eliminate variables and covariables, you get to a result, right? You ensure a result. Even though in probability theory, the highest certainty you can have is 80%, right? Uh, there was an 80% chance we were not going to have a pandemic this year, but we did. So you never really can be certain. Uh, but you can uh, come up with a system where you can determine the highest probability outcome based on the information you have. So one of the big things, right? And it comes from Brene Descartes. It comes from Socrates, right? A life that's unexamined is not worth living, right? So a life that's unexamined is not worth living, right? So we, to get this high percentage, right? Sharps, people that say they're good, all right, 59%. David Tepper, the owner of the Charlotte uh, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, $3 billion. He was 59% picking stocks. Still made billions of dollars. We're at 64. And again, NBA, we're at 77. College football, we're right at 70%. Uh, 
so we're making money buying gasoline and groceries by determining uh, high probability outcomes of NFL games. So this is the NFL wrap-up show. Got a little behind because I was doing business, a little short-staffed, but we caught up. So this is catching up with week five, just did week four. And the reason I do this is to make more money, right? And, and to get the benefit of uh, increasing my percentage wagering on these games 10 to 20%. Now, 95% of people can't change. About 90% of people cannot really confront themselves when they've made a bad decision or they're wrong or uh, there's a cognitive distortion, there's magical thinking. Uh, you know, nobody wants to do that, especially if you're a man and you're a hunter-gatherer, you're supposed to be the head of the family. Father knows best, right? That's the name of the show. So it's humiliating, right? It's embarrassing, right? It's unmasking. When you evaluate and you see that you have faulty thinking and you made a mistake. But if you do that and you examine your life like Socrates and Rene Descartes say, you'll make more money and your whole life all the way around will be more effective. So we do that with NFL games. So without further ado, let's go to week number five. So for the second week in a row, I was 19 and 11. Which is good because it's profit. You want to make profit every week. There was a guy on Twitter that connected with a famous uh, handicapper, Hall of Fame handicapper, and he was saying, "Oh, I'm four out of five this week, uh, this year." I'm like, "I'm five out of five, man." <laughs> You're in the Hall of Fame, but what have you done for me lately? This year, I'm beating you. So. Uh, so 1911 is good profit, a lot of, but it's not just a profit. Sports betting is the only form of gambling that's social, right? It's very extroverted. Uh, you go ahead and you, uh, I got texts from all over the country. I got a text uh, this week from a college uh, fellow alumni at University of South Florida is living in Vermont and New Hampshire, just uh, legalized sports betting. Got text from him. You get text from all over the country, friends all over the country, discussing what happened on the games, who's going to win, this and that. So it's not just making the money, even though, you know, people that say, oh, money isn't everything. I'm like, well, uh, or money doesn't buy happiness. I always say, well, maybe you don't know where to shop if you think money doesn't buy happiness. But I digress. Uh, it's not just the money. It's the camaraderie, all the text and all the communications we have all over the country. So... Uh, out of the 11 picks that I got wrong, that I should, I, I, I identified three that I got right. And you have to, you're betting on games, you have to make the determination of which bets you got, right? Because of faulty thinking, uh, letting emotions get in the way, right? Number one rule of betting and the top 10 rules of betting. It's never, ever bet your own team because you're too emotional about it. I can't bet USF, right, where I graduated from. 
get too emotional. So, you have to dif- differentiate faulty thinking with bad luck, right? Or uh, not being able to get out the necessary information to make it a good decision. Or, uh, again, the highest certainty you can have in probability theory is 80%. So there's a 20% luck factor there. That's why we like to be between 70 and 80%. Anything higher than that, we're not paying attention to our families, to our, to our wives, uh, to our girlfriends. We're not, yeah, we're not paying attention. We're looking over statistics 24-7. You never really want to be over 80%. Uh, you want to be between 70 and 80%. You, and you can get there using the right process. So the process is more important than the outcome. Right, so that's that's the value in the wrap up show. So uh, the eleven uh, picks that I got wrong, uh, three that jump out is the Bengals plus four at the Ravens. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, there's you know you got to in, in fundamental analysis you look at the corporate governance in order to determine whether to invest in a company or stock. So that's why we talk about the coaches a lot, their philosophy. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, his dad was a coach, but he's a Andy Reid guy. Andy Reid had uh, a lot of influence on him. And Andy Reid is, and it's funny because a friend of mine was like, man, texting me. We know Andy Reid better than most of our family because we've made so much money off Andy Reid and knowing how he thinks than uh, any presents we've gotten from our families and Laughter ensues. Andy Reid, uh, 6-0 against the spread last year in division games. Division games count for two, right, in the standings. So, and this played a lot into what happened last week, good and bad. So you got a rookie quarterback going against a guy whose dad was a Hall of Fame coach. His brother's probably a Hall of Fame coach. He's probably a Hall of Fame coach. He won a Super Bowl against his brother. So this is the division game. It counts for two. Plus 12 Cincinnati. I pick Cincinnati because... And that's why... the key Statistics are important. But you never bet blindly. You still do your research. That's the number two rule of betting. Always do your research. Alright? So when there's a double-digit dog... In the division, you almost let it blindly, right? They went 80% of the time. However, I knew this. Last year, right? Last year, uh, the teams that covered as double-digit favorites in the division were Hall of Fame coaches Bill Belichick and Fat Andy Reid. So you got a fat, uh, you got a very in-shape, square-jawed John Harbaugh, Hall of Fame coach, double-digit dog, in the, the, double-digit favorite in the division. Uh, logic would tell you that he's going to cover. So, again, short staff, busy, right? No excuse, right? No excuses. It was faulty thinking on my part, and I just needed to take a deep breath and think that through, right? I needed to think that through and say, hey, 
Harbaugh is a Hall of Fame coach, rookie quarterback, a double-digit favorite, even though most of the dogs will uh, cover in this situation. Uh, Harbaugh is not going to let that happen, right? So, bad pick on my part. You got to learn from the state. You got to feel the pain, truly feel the pain of your mistakes so you don't repeat them, all right? And, and, and you make, I think you make more money going through this process in sports betting than anything else, all right? The second, there's actually four, right? Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta money line, they have to win sometime, right? And I guess that's what the management team thought and they fired the coach. They were going against Carolina, and I mentioned this on the last wrap-up podcast about my my flawed thinking. Or not necessarily, yeah, it is flawed thinking because I was living in the past, right? Uh, where analytics is now tweaked a little bit better so it works. And the right adaptation of analytics that I talked in the last podcast. Analytics, in short, is a tool to make a decision. You do not let it make the decision for you because higher-level intelligence is situational intelligence. So Carolina analytics team, David Tepper, I just mentioned him, head friend manager, owner of that team. Uh, Matt Rule is a really smart guy. So the intelligence of Matt Rule, right, he he knows how to use analytics as a tool, not a determinant, right? And uh, they went in there and they beat Atlanta. No Julio Jones. The man's a whole team, man. He was... Say the man's job, but you can't play now. He's hurt. So, uh, I needed to make that adjustment. I was betting the 2019 Carolina Panthers, not the Teddy Bridgewater proper adaptation, proper use of analytics. All right? So, that's that. So, that's two that it should have gotten right, right? So, Guess the second week in a row, I had like, I've left like eight games on the table. So at a thousand dollars a game times eight, I'm breaking uh, one of the rules in business. Do not leave money on the table, right? And if you're not using our picks, right, at the high percentage that we're at, you're leaving money on the table in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a recession. All right, you don't want to do that. So, nine fifty times eight is a lot. <laughs> it's almost a crime, right? Like where your parents say, you know, Africa. So, that's, you know, I'm leaving thirty eight hundred dollars on the table. Faulty thinking. All right, uh, nineteen and eleven. So it should be around twenty three and eight. Executing the process. So that's a, that was a bad game. Uh, another one was Washington, Ron Rivera. Uh, a lot of nepotism going on in this game, right? You have Scott Turner. His dad, Norv Turner, uh, gets him the job there. And McVay. McVay was born into football. His dad, uh, I think he was a uh, you know assistant coach at the USC. Then he, his dad worked with Gruden, John Gruden's dad, 
from Tampa Bay with John McKay. And who Rich McKay is the guy who fired uh, Quinn in Atlanta. So remember arbitrage. We made a lot make a lot of money with arbitrage. And arbitrage is buying and selling similar assets, right? To take advantage of market inefficiency. So Rich McKay, John Gruden, McVeigh over there at the Rams, all the same system. So the same related assets. So that's why you bet more than five games, bet 10 games, right? And you take advantage of a market inefficiency to make that money watching football. So uh, the kid, he got his team ready to play the four and one. Washington is, has a mental strength problem that Ron Rivera is talking about. Uh, they were not going to cover this game. Uh, Alex Smith, they got a little bit too emotional again. I let emotions uh, get the best of me picking this game. I wanted Washington to win. Ron Rivera's fighting cancer. Alex Smith is coming back. Uh, you know, Rams are traveling. And it did not play well last time they traveled. They lost to Buffalo. So that should have been a lesson. Boy Wonder, he wants to keep his job. And he's actually a great coach. Great, hard-working coach. Married to the game of football. He got a mail order, order bride from Eastern Europe. They can barely speak English. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But that just shows how detached he is. And he's married to the game of football. That's why he's a great coach. And I picked the game wrong. I should have picked... Uh, the Rams to cover that. And Washington's off. Right? Then last game I got wrong that I should have gotten right was in the Orleans Saints minus six against the Chargers. Uh, Herbert plays great. He's got a great deep ball. And pro teams do not get blown out uh, to games in a row. So, Chargers were not going to win, but they weren't going to get blown out and they were going to cover. And I should have known that. Uh, again, I got carried away with the Saints. But then again, salesmen think short-term. Businessmen think long-term. Uh, Sean Payne's won a Super Bowl. So, coaches who won the Super Bowl, they're very much long-term thinkers. And they take, right, full advantage of the first six games of the season. Right? Uh, to develop the team, to play basic football, and they don't cover spreads. They'll win against bad teams, especially, but they're not necessarily going to cover the spread until later in the year. Uh, should have known that. Uh, had that down. So those are those are four games, man, that I should have gotten right. But I've learned my lesson, right? So I got Cincinnati plus eight this week because pro teams don't get blown out two games in a row. So I've learned my lesson, right? Uh, learning from mistakes, analyzing your mistakes, right? We execute Rene Descartes. And uh, ancient Greek philosopher, Socrates. A life left unexamined is not worth living, right? But we use that, we use the Hawthorne effect to make money betting on NFL games and having fun texting back and forth with friends all over the country as we uh, enjoy the banter, right? Sports betting, again, is the only sport, it's the only gambling 
And it's really, for us, it's not really gambling because we're using business and financial concepts with the CNBC of sports betting. So what we're doing is using academic uh, science, finance, right, to determine the outcomes of these games uh, or determine how what the outcomes are going to be, right, at a high percentage so we make a profit and buy goods and services. So all these picks are 100% free. Uh, they're at a higher percentage than what you can pay for out there. You would have to pay four or 500 bucks a month to get this information they would get for free. And it's because we just don't walk the walk. We don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk, right? Of what the words of Sir Winston Churchill, who got us through World War II. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast as we make you money and we have fun. And thank you for all the fans out there that have been reaching out, uh, wanting to know when the picks are coming out because we're, you know, so high percentage NBA, uh, baseball, we've been 11 out of 15. And then the aforementioned NFL, 52.5% at break even, and we're at 64%. So we're having a lot of fun. So thank you for reaching out, engaging, and man, have fun making money watching football. Thank you for listening to the USBC Betting and Financial Podcast. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN Betting and Team Report Podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm the best there is.